going on, Sunbelt fans? My name is Dominic Crescetto. Today, we are going to get into some basketball action as basketball season is kind of already started up for a number of teams, at least exhibition-wise, and really gets into the swing of things this coming week. Uh, we have a good amount of matchups coming up. There's nothing that's been officially counted on anyone's record thus far, uh, but I will say that from what I've seen, there hasn't been any losses uh, to any of these lower divisions, whether they be D2 or NI, uh, NAIA teams. So that's good. Obviously, you don't want those types of things to happen. Uh, Louisville, of note, lost to a Division II team uh, this season already, even though, again, it doesn't count towards anybody's record. So not a big deal, even if you drop one. But it's nice to see most of these wins are coming quite comfortably before we get into the swing of things. Uh, as far as teams go, we know that this conference, as it is going to currently exist, did not exist last year, right? We have James Madison coming over from the CAA. We have Southern Miss, Old Dominion, and Marshall coming in from Conference USA. Uh, the big difference between basketball and football here is James Madison is not moving up in competition. James Madison has been Division I for, uh, for basketball. So that one's not uh, the same as uh, football. They will not be... Uh, punished for for not being allowed to make tournaments and thus everything should be open to everyone to compete for right out the gates in basketball unlike how it currently is situated for football so I think the clear consensus for player of the year preseason wise is Mason Harrell the guard from Texas State uh, Texas State was the best team in the Sun Belt last year uh, and Maybe challenged by Louisiana from the looks and sounds of it. I think I can agree with that. I don't think any of the newcomers are quite going to jump up with those two right off the bat. Um, so I think it's comfortable to say that you could lean on him. Uh, Arkansas State has Caleb Fields, a couple other people, uh, Jermaine Mann uh, over at Georgia State. Uh, I'm looking at some of these names that I kind of recognize. Jordan Brown from Louisiana is a big standout player there. Uh, a couple other players that are making the list are, are guys that are going to be newer to this conference. Uh, you got a player on some of these lists from Marshall, from Southern Miss, uh, and from Old Dominion. Uh, I don't know anything really about these guys going in except what I'm hearing and reading. So I'm not going to focus on them because these other guys I've actually seen in action uh, and know that I can trust when I see that uh, these guys are still going to be probably at the top of this conference as far as statistical leaders and uh, dominant throughout most of the games. Um, just quickly going over each team, uh, we'll kind of go down in chrono uh, alphabetical order, I guess, here. Uh, starting off with App State, uh, they finished second in the Sun Belt last year with a 12-6 record, 19-15 overall. Uh, Arkansas State, 8-7 in the Sun Belt, sixth overall. Again, uh, interrupt this real quick. This is not the same as football. There is not an East and West division. This is a free-for-all basketball schedule. Everyone's going to play you know, the rotation uh, as you would probably normally expect it. So uh, when you see here second in the Sun Belt or sixth in the Sun Belt, that is a legitimate spot of where they were at. They're not second in the East or sixth in the West or anything crazy like that. So I uh, should have started off with that, but I will cover my bases there at this point. Uh, then we go to Coastal Carolina, seventh place finish in the Sun Belt, an 8-8 eight and eight overall record. Uh, I'm sorry, an 8-8 eight and eight overall record in the Sun Belt, a 19-14 and 14 overall record in general. Uh, Georgia Southern, 5-11 and 11 in the Sun Belt, good for 10th. 
13 and 16 overall. Georgia State, 18 and 11 overall with a 9 and 5 record in the Sun Belt. Good for third. James Madison, again, different conference. They were 15 and 14 overall, 6 and 12 in the CAA, which would have been eighth in that conference. Louisiana, 16 and 15 overall, 8 and 9 in the Sun Belt for good enough for eighth. Monroe comes in with a record of 13 and 18 overall, 5 and 13 in the Sun Belt, which would have been 11th last year. Marshall, 12 and 21 overall, uh, maybe one of the weaker teams from last year. Uh, only 4 and 14 in Conference USA, that was 12th over there. Old Dominion, 13 and 19 overall, 8 and 10 within Conference USA, good enough for ninth over there. South Alabama. 21 and 12, pretty impressive. 9 and 7 in the Sun Belt, good enough for fifth. Southern Miss, 7 and 26 overall, and only one for 17 in Conference USA, which was last place there. Texas State, 21 and 8 overall, 12 and 3 in the Sun Belt, as we previously mentioned. First place overall, rounded out with Troy, came in with a 20 and 12 overall record, 10 and 6 in the Sun Belt. Good enough for fourth. So there's a lot to cover here. There's a lot of games to break down. Unlike football, we're not going to get into predicted scores and everything. There's just vastly too much going on during uh, basketball season. But um, we are going to cover just some, maybe some headlining games over the next week as we start out, uh, starting off on the seventh. And we've got a number of matchups that are still against small schools. But we do have some matchups that are pretty big. Texas State's going to travel and play at Washington State. Monroe's going to take on Texas A&M. And then you've got Georgia Southern taking on San Jose State. San Jose State's not necessarily a huge basketball school, but have had some success and uh, you know at least is a matchup to note. Georgia Southern will travel all the way out west to play Santa Clara uh, again, throughout this week, we've got Louisiana versus Harvard. Uh, Harvard's always a, a vastly underrated team uh, who can sneak up and, and play people very, very well. Southern Miss at Vanderbilt, Old Dominion at Drexel. And then we've got, uh, let's see, Arkansas State at LSU, Georgia Tech traveling to Georgia State. So, you know, they just walk over there. And I'd say we round it out with... Uh, Whoever Louisiana ends up playing between Elon and ETSU in one of those uh, preseason tournaments, that one's uh, uh, probably a little under the radar, but both of those teams are usually pretty decent, uh, and that one could cause a little interest there for Louisiana fans. Lastly, we'll round this out, try and keep it as short as possible. I know it's a lot to digest with a lot of numbers. Uh, I don't want to keep doing that moving forward, but got to have a starting spot here to start the season off. We're going to go with our predicted finish before this season starts. So we're going to start off with, uh, well, we'll just start at the top. Texas State, I, I don't see anybody taking them out of the top spot, although maybe Louisiana's got a chance. I've got Texas State 1, Louisiana 2. I'm going with a surprise here. Uh, a lot of people have this one in the middle of the pack, maybe towards the bottom. I'm going Georgia State 3. Um, they've, they're always consistent. Uh, as far as having good, talented guys who could score, they've got a new arena they're going to be playing in. You know, hopefully that can bode well for them, and that gives you know a little bit of a, a pep or uh, energy to the crowd, and that helps them win some games. 
so I've got them being a little surprising there and getting all the way up to third place. In fourth, I'm predicting App State to have a really good year. Uh, they had a couple good scores leave the program, but they've got some guys coming in with more size, and that was one big downfall for them last year. So if they improve the size aspect, I think they could surprise, and I still think they're going to be pretty solid. Uh, number five, I've got James Madison. Uh, I didn't really know where to put them. There was a lot of thought about how they could maybe be right at the top of this conference coming in starting out. I'm going to say that's not going to happen solely because the, the type of play is going to be different. How do they adjust to that? It's kind of like the football thing, right? I mean, they're going to come in and, and things are going to be different and a little bit different looks. It's not saying James Madison couldn't finish higher or anything like that, but I, it's hard for me to say somebody I haven't seen with the eye test to say that the, you know they'll be up near the top of the conference just starting out. So I've got them at five. At six, I've got Coastal Carolina. Again, another pretty solid program most years. They don't usually get beat too badly too often. Uh, so I think a very solid finish there for Coastal Carolina. At six, at seven, I've got Marshall kind of rebounding after a, a down year. Uh, and coming into this newer conference, South Alabama, maybe a surprise, maybe a little lower than some people had, maybe right at, I don't know. I'm going eight for South Alabama. Pretty, again, pretty decent program here recently. See if they can maybe do a little bit better than my prediction uh, of eight in the conference. At nine, I've got Georgia Southern. Uh, they've they've surprised some teams, but uh, then they've had some letdowns. So it I've got them closer to the bottom because of that. I'm not sure if they have the consistency to stay to the middle of the pack or the top of the pack in this one. At 10, I've got Old Dominion. Again, this is more of a, a, a fault of my own maybe, not really knowing Old Dominion basketball very well. I'm not trusting to put them much higher. So I, I'm starting off 10. Uh, you're a newcomer. I don't feel too bad about putting you close to the bottom until I, I see a season of what you can provide. I'm going 11, Arkansas State. I think they just lost too much, basically. Uh, they're replacing a ton of people, and so I I don't know where else to put them. I think they have uh, one returning starter. So, you know, he's a good player, but you got to build around him. I don't know if they have enough to do that. Transfer portal is obviously changing all these things, so maybe they, they jump up and surprise. At 12, I've got Monroe. I don't see them turning things around from a, from a really down year. So I, I'm, I'm keeping them towards the bottom. I'm also keeping Southern Miss at the very bottom there at 13 with only Troy behind them to follow it up. I just don't think any of those programs are going to come out and shock anybody from kind of down lesser years last year. Uh, that's going to round out my prediction here. And uh, hopefully we can continue to provide good quality coverage for you guys. I know football is going really well. It's, it's pretty easy because it's mostly one day a week. A couple times we have some weekday games. Basketball is a whole different segment. Uh, I'm not 100% set on how we're going to follow this league uh, as far as keeping up with it about which day of the week or uh, kind of how to go about talking about games. So we're going to figure that out on the fly, but I will be providing coverage for basketball season. Look forward to getting it started. And uh, until next time, we'll see you later.